focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Matthew 28. Now, after the Sabbath, the day of rest, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene, <laughs> Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men god is about to shake the skeptics in your life the cynics in your life the trouble in your life that hell unleashed to guard or to protect you and keep you confined god is shaking them up this morning that amen needs resurrection power but the angel answered and said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. Father, we thank you because your blessing is upon your word. Uh, we have immersed ourselves about this last three days. Your spirit has submerged us, refreshed us, anointed us anew, raised, elevated, sharpened our discernment, intensified our passion burns away the works of the flesh and you have brought a new wind of purity and strength in the house father as we gaze into the mirror of your word we thank you because we see the christ without any crack without any kind of shattered glass filter we see the christ in his purity in his life in his light in his immense glory in his dynamism in his resurrection power and redemption and beyond seeing him we are transformed into the image that we see father we thank you because nobody here will leave here the same way they came yes we had an overflow yesterday but father we are still hungry for more desperate for more longing for more and yearning for more we thank you because sin sickness and satan are perpetually defeated and we give you praise our father for it's done right now in jesus name can your amen be louder than my voice I want to use for a subject today, if you will, uh, Jesus is reason, so am I. Jesus is reason, so am I. Somebody shout that. Jesus is reason, so am I. Shout it one more time. Media, you need to reduce the time you've given me because you know I have a way of recalibrating this. So take it to like 25 minutes. So maybe 35 minutes, I'll be done. Jesus is reason, so am I. It's interesting how it is that the human being, every human being wants to rise in life. True or true? So when you were in school, you wanted your GP to 
rise. If you went to boarding house and you had two sets of proofs, aka provision, and you had garium sulfate, anybody ever smoked Gary anywhere? Or K squared, Kuli Kuli, who understands what I'm saying? <laughs> or DNK, Dunkwa, whatever it is that you had, you know, um, Shia and Larry were trying to help my sleep life earlier this morning and they said, oh, Pidams, do you take Milo? Um, and I said, uh, will Milo take Milo? Uh, <laughs> look at someone say it's too late to leave me it's too late it's too late to leave me it's too, it's too late right so back then some of you had milo and maybe you took milo and you had it's possible for you to drink pig milk and not be at the peak isn't it interesting but you had garium sulfate and we had garium sulfate is that damn Shoteko i see there how you guys doing it's good to see you can we put our hands together and celebrate them this morning so you had garium sulfate, and there was a week in my own secondary school called Johnson Week. Anybody? Did you know Johnson Week? Johnson Week was the week of Jones's. That week, all hell has broken loose. All the provisions have been deployed. The sharp guys who hid it in the senior boarding house, master's house, will now go take secret clandestine trips in the midnight hour to go and collect some mounts of gari or gari as the case may be you know gari is the tush one but there's gari that's the very conch one that when you chew it you can crunch it and it's very stale and there's that tinge in the back side of your tongue who knows what i'm talking about and because it's Jones and Wick, you know, the first week when you have your Paco Flakes and Paco Biscuit and you know, some people are lost. Like, what is Paco Flakes for goodness? I thought this guy was a posh pastor. Well, from whence cometh this rasness? Paul said, I'm all things to all men. I can but posh with princes. I can drive a posh as a posh person. But I can enter Okada too. I've learned how to abound in a base. Right. So in the Jones and Wick, the guy had to be rationed all the mathematics that you failed earlier on you applied practically you measure it you are more intentional uh, you learn from Travis Green's revelation of God he's intentional you don't waste any flake you don't waste any weef of the Gary everything is important well accounted for that when you're pouring from the nylon bag you direct the pierced hole directly into the cup no space for Enigberigbere in the Gary world. Everything must, must go in as accounted for. And then what happens is you put water in it and then you travel. It's called soak and travel. No need for a bus pass, no need for a VIP ticket, no need for an air ticket. You travel, you go and come back because you want the Gary to rise come on somebody so as human beings from secondary school board and house primary school you just want things to rise we want things to rise and for many of us we use cosmetic methods to try to get things to rise we try to make up but do you know that there are certain things that your makeup cannot make up for because the depths of the depression cannot be cured with a mascara, even if it's mascara. 
it cannot do the kind of wonders you want it to do. Somebody didn't miss that one. Uh, so man uses man-made methodologies to try to rise. We use politicking, politricking, manipulation, schemes, calm. Have they called you before and say, I'm your uncle from Germany and I have something for you. Man-made methodologies. But the thing is you cannot cure cancer using Panadol. You cannot cure a, a disease that requires surgery using ointments or rub. If it's deep-seated, it needs to be addressed from a deeply. So there are three major reasons man cannot rise by himself. Somebody say three major reasons. Number one is uh, sin. Sin is the first reason man cannot rise by himself. No matter how much he tries, the element of sin, the Bible says that all men have sinned and they have come short of the glory of God. So it does not matter whether your name is Bemiga or you wear Akbola shoes to increase your height. The Bible says you're so short when it comes to God. Oh, can I talk to somebody right now? Is there anybody who was as short as I was when you were 12 or 13 and they used to call you Kurubente, Babakekere, when will you pay? Oh, Idagbasoke, developmental levy. Did they ever call somebody smallly? Who knows what I'm talking about? That you were short, you were short. The Bible uh, does not ignore the possibility of some people who were down to earth. They, they were like a portmanteau, briefcase. Uh, they had a close relationship with gravity. Lo and behold. Okay. <laughs> Can I preach this morning? <laughs> so you had all those kids. <laughs> Uh, you were like a good essay, a masterclass presentation, a TED talk. You were simple and short. <laughs> Anybody like that? And, <laughs> and because you had all of that, you were short. And what it meant was people could not see you from a distance. The same thing happens in the spirit when all men are falling short and come short of the glory of God. You can't see God from a distance. Everything looks high. It blocks your view of God. So money looks bigger than God to you. Cars look bigger than God to you. Fine girls look bigger. Some people on fine girls even look bigger than God to you. Look at somebody say some people are not ugly. They are just on fine. Oh, come on, look at somebody right now. Some even an ugly, they're just deed on fine. Uh, they're fine in reverse. Uh, uh, look at somebody, say, uh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> but the Bible says, even those who are tall, like Ogogongo, <laughs> tall tree that is <laughs> up and up. <laughs> Right? Even those who are tall, the Bible says that your spiritual height is not about, watch this, it's not about your moral uprightness. It's about whether you are standing on the pedestal of righteousness. It says all men have seen and come short of the glory of God. The Pope has sinned. With all due respect, the bishops have sinned. The overseers have sinned. Uh, the laymen have sinned. The lay preachers have sinned. The finest pastors, preachers, communicators, they have sinned. Look at somebody and say, all of us have the sin issue. Oh, I love the energy. Look at somebody. Some of you said you didn't look. Some of you looked, you didn't say. Say, even you, with this your fine face, with this your long hair, with this your chiseled chin, with this your brilliant smile, you have seen in your human form and you have come short of the glory of God. In other words, you missed God's cut off mark. 
Did anybody have a carryover like I had a few in school? Anybody who had a carryover? The, the painful things about the carryovers that I had was I had 39, 38. Who understands what I'm talking about? Why not just have 13 so that you know you really carried it? When you have 39, you didn't carry, you just touched it. But God is saying, whether you had 5% or whether you are 39, every man failed this exam. This exam of godliness, this exam of righteousness, every man failed. If a man drowns in the ocean, when it's 500 meters into the ocean, did he drown or not? Did he drown? If a man who couldn't swim drowned when it was 30 meters into the ocean, did he drown or not? So it's not the distance that defines the drowning. Drowning is drowning. Sinning is sinning. Human nature is human nature. It manifests in different ways. For some people, the human nature manifests as them being the minister of the agro-allied industries of the world. Some people don't know what that is. agronomical passion that's why they like to sow seeds oh can I preach this for some people it's not that but it's pride all men when I said men generic even women because men are we rather women are we men so even women are men with womb Womb man. Are you getting this now? So all men have seen, come short of the glory of God. All of us are short in a way. Some people are physically short. Some people are short of funds. Some people are short-sighted. Some people have shortcomings. Some people are short-tempered. Look at some, they shoot your short. S-H-O-O-T, your S-H-O-R-T. Shoot your shot with the bullet of the blood. All men, number one reason, no man can rise. That's why a billionaire outside of Christ, he's still feeling depressed. When you said to yourself, if I have 10 million, only 10 million. You see, God will live to a point where you have 10 million. You discover that 10 million is, a lot of, is not a lot of money. There was a time in my life I used to think, if I have 5 million, if I have 10 million, because as you grow in life and you have responsibilities, all of a sudden, <laughs> you just discover that this money is actually not a lot. Are you following what I'm saying? Somebody's like, let me still have it first and prove. <laughs> let me be the judge. Sean is going to see you. Sean is going to see you this morning. All men, shots. This is how you can have somebody who's such a great preacher, but they are short-tempered. Because all men have seen and fallen short of the glory of God. There's this fine girl. She's pretty. She's so beautiful. Angels are like, eh? Uh-uh. Eh? Oh, wow. God, you try. Oh. Shapely, the Coca-Cola bottle faints in admiration of her. Even transparent bottles, not lime and limca bottles, they turn green with envy. Shalai is looking at me like, what manner of man is this? Hallelujah. 
Ja. Fall short of the glory of God. And it said the wages of sin is what? So how can the dead man rise? Because every man who sinned is dead. He cannot rise. He can't. Number two reason why men cannot rise is Satan. He's an accuser. He's an opposer. As a matter of fact, the word Satan means opposer. That's really what it means. An opponent. So he opposes the plans of God, opposes the agenda of God. So in the Bible, many times in the apostles, in the epistles, you will see Satan being called the adversary. Adversity is the root word. Both words are synonymous, adversary and adversity. So something that is coming against. So watch this. Anything that is against humanity is against God. Because man was made in the image of God and after his likeness. So anything that's afflicting man is trying to insult God. And Satan is fully employed in opposing man. In destroying man. In pulling man down. And he uses the fallen nature of man to fuel his ambition. Number two, Satan. Number three, for time's sake, self. Kalabatia suvanga. Self. Man cannot rise because of self. You know why? Because until you go beyond yourself, it cannot be bigger than yourself. So even for believers who are saved, guess what happens? They still have to put self in subjection. So who is going to deliver man from sin, from Satan, and from self? The problem is, T. George... Man cannot deliver himself from these things. One major reason he cannot deliver himself from these things is that if man, let's assume that man is even powerful enough to deal with sin, guess what happens? He will say, I dealt with sin by my own power and therefore he will be glorifying himself, thereby becoming a captive of self. Are you seeing this now? Man in this fallen state cannot deal with Satan by himself. Because don't forget that when the serpent was caused, the Bible says that he will eat the dust. The serpent will eat the dust. Man was made from the dust of the earth. So fallen man is not molded with the river of life coming on the frailty of the flesh. Fallen man is like dust. He is food for the serpent. So y'all didn't get that. So the devil will tell his agents when he says carnality, last, last, he has breakfast on flesh, on carnality. He feeds fat. So that's where there's a lot of flesh. If when there's a lot of fleshly things in the space, in the ministry, in, in the family, at home, demonic activities are strengthening that place. Do you understand that? Who is going to deliver man? That was the question. Who is worthy to break the seal? Kalabandi Subaka. The problem is man cannot redeem man from sin. Come help me, brothers. And sons who's glad to have Josh back duty it's good to see you. we missed you man and your powerful voice mr. I was gonna say mr. Satan God forbid dr. feed 
you're seen and Satan you're holding this guy you've held him bound bound assume that this guy is normal man and he wants to deliver man he volunteers himself well I have to free man I'm coming to help him okay what's gonna happen is when he goes assuming that he goes and is able to rescue this man let's assume it's an assumption rescue this man do you know that this guy still has power over him assuming this guy will be like ah oh, hey, yeah did anybody ever come to help you in a trouble spot and the person like in trouble themselves yes. <laughs> you just remember something <laughs> which one <laughs> someone went to bail someone from police cell they're now hooked assuming assuming that it was possible the bible says no greater love has a man than this than for a man to lay down his life for a friend it said for a righteous man people will scarcely die for a good person you will hardly find someone that's oh, that guy is so good let me take his place now assuming that that now actually happens what will happen is the person that came to help you then I say, now who you help? Who you help? But the real scenario is this. This guy who is dead, the Bible says that you were dead in your trespasses. He is dead. And watch this now. There is nobody who can go into the land of the death, dead as a sinner, and come back again. That's why in Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible says that he that ascended was the one that descended. He descended. He went into the world of the dead. Kalabasu Valakaya. Who was going to go for us? Man couldn't go for himself. All of mankind, because it's not numbers that translate to righteousness. Hundred sinners don't equal one righteous person. Do you understand? So if many of us go and apologize, imagine. Someone in your estate stole from the chairman of the the chairman of the estate, and the guy was a military man, a thief. Then that thief now says, "Let me go and talk to all the thieves in this estate. If we beg this way, <laughs> they will get in the picture now. They will cleanse all of you into prison after beating into pulp." Beating with PhD. Have you ever received a slap with a master's degree? Turned your life around. You became synonymous to a ceiling fan. He who descended. <laughs> Give me Ephesians 4. He who descended. So no man could do it. But for you to redeem anything, you must be a kind of that thing. Oh, can I talk to somebody? You can't be a kinsman redeemer. In the Jewish culture, it's called a kinsman redeemer. You have to be keen to what you're trying to redeem. Keen is the root word for kind. You have to be a kind of what you're trying to redeem. So a spirit cannot redeem a human except the spirit 
inhabits a human vessel. Oh, is somebody here? So the God kind puts on mankind. The word became flesh. Jesus took the place of man, walked as a man, lived as a man, spoke as a man, healed as a man, ministered as a man, was hungry as a man. And then he went through the righteous demands of God and he went into the place of death. And guess what happened? The Bible says that when he went to that cross, give me Colossians, he says that he nailed, I'll explain that better in the second service, he nailed the certificate of our debt on the cross the certificate the proof that you had a deficit with God he nailed it to the cross he took the punishment upon himself Malako follow Palaga he took the punishment upon himself now this is the joker please come if he you come if he being just like him watch this now he being like him tries to redeem him and it gets stuck here what jesus did was beside can you come female jesus jesus lives inside of you the very fine jesus jesus comes and come takes the place Freeze him and uh, try to. This is just as kind, kind to hell. <laughs> she was supposed to slap Fidel, but after all the prayer, Fidel has been praying. <laughs> Be like if I try my hand, my just melts. <laughs> Freeze him. And guess what? Because he had no sin, the Bible says he was made sin. Who knew no sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Because death only has right over sin. In the absence of sin, death has no power. Oh my God, can I preach to somebody? The only legitimacy for the operation of the spirit of death is sin. Because the wages of sin is death. So where there is no sin, death cannot reign. Death could not reign in the physical body of Adam until there was sin. So sin is the herald of death. Oh, can I talk to somebody? It's the forerunner of death. So when he freed man from the clutches of death, because Jesus had no personal sin, death could not hold, oh my God. Death could not hold him down. Can I talk to somebody right now? When the Bible says that he led captivity captive, everyone who was bound in that place, everyone, can I get some more people, who was bound in this place? Come real quick, come KMT band, come. 
come everyone who was bound Jesus led them captive in other words even though watch this a hundred sinners don't equal one righteous man one righteous man can cover for a billion sinners one righteous man can cover he said that sin reigned from Adam because of the fall the sin in Adam but it said now because of the sacrifice of one man Romans chapter 5 that righteousness reigns so the efficacious propitiation the death of Christ on the cross was not a singular progression was not arithmetic progression was not even geometric progression it was exponential algebraic multiplied raised to power so guess what there was a criminal free they did die for the masturbator to free the lesbian free I don't have a womb free I'm possessed by demon spirits I paid for that one too the manipulating witch free the one that eats the baby free the weed smoker like a chimney free the chronic insult the one with a sharp tongue free and guess what happened when Christ was leading them captive the devil came with legalities and the Bible says lift up your heads all ye gates and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors that the king of glory may come in who is the king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle so he didn't just defeat sin he defeated Satan get out of here get off my way so watch this the Bible says he's the captain of our salvation who's made perfect through sufferings a captain leads an army so he's the captain of our salvation and the army takes the formation of the captain so the freedom is not a palliative the freedom is released to a new life so everywhere Jesus has gone into including the temple in heaven do I have access or not the Bible says they went in our text to the tomb Mary Magdalene and the other Mary they were going to see the tomb Malakatabaya they just wanted to see the tomb they loved their master so much now it was dead and the bible says before they got there there was an angel that descended with an earthquake and that the tomb was empty somebody shout the tomb is empty Shame, I didn't hear you shout it Idris can you shout it the tomb shout it louder my brother in the white rod shout the tomb is empty how, can, how will the tomb not be empty when the tomb doesn't have what it takes to keep Jesus there? The power of resurrection is that through the sin, the original sin of man, the devil turned the womb into a tomb. In other words, every human being that came from the womb was born dead by original sin. The womb became a tomb, but the power of resurrection is that the tomb became a womb. You didn't get what I just said? The tomb became a womb. So every believer who is born, you are near, you are alive. There might be some struggles, but you are alive. That's why Jesus was called the firstborn. 
is the firstborn of creation, but it's also the firstborn from the dead. Somebody shout, thank you, Jesus. They saw the empty tomb. And the angel was seated. I'm done. So if you're standing, my standing. The angel was seated on the stone. Don't forget what the Bible calls it. It's at the stone of the door. So coming out of the tomb, a door was made for us. A door was made for us. Access. Romans 5 says, stand. Galatians actually chapter 4. Stand fast in the liberty where the Christ has made you free. Romans 5 starts, talks about access. That we have been justified by grace that also gives us access. Hebrews says, come boldly. The tomb is empty and the door is open. The door is not open for me to see the rottenness of the flesh. Because thou shalt not suffer your holy one to see corruption. You will not leave my soul in the world of the dead. Sheol. Not Gehenna, Sheol. Jesus didn't go into the burning flames of hell. He didn't go into the burning fl flames of hell because he had no personal sin. He was in Sheol in the world of the dead. And it took the keys. So the door was open. Only him can close it. Do you understand? The door is open for Russians to get saved. For Fulani herdsmen to get saved. For manipulative Yoruba demons to get saved. The door is open. It's wide enough. Do you know the power of a tomb? The power of a tomb is that even if you can count the number of seeds that go inside, you can't determine how many babies can come out of it. So the womb of resurrection keeps producing children. Some of us have coconut head, but we are children. Satellite dish, children. Stop one. Holy Spirit will give you instruction 25 times. Children. There's a lot to say, but we'll continue the second service. He defeated sin by becoming sin. He defeated Satan through the final death blow as a man. Do you understand? He defeated Satan not just as God, but as a man. So that other men can walk in victory over Satan. And he defeats self. That the progression of self, he defeats self daily. That's your assignment. Take the edge of the word of God and mortify your flesh. So sin was dealt with once and for all. Hebrews, he offered a sacrifice, his blood once and for all. Satan defeated. Self, you defeated daily. As the testimony that you actually have faith in what has already been done. God has done two-thirds of the work for you. Then the third one, he does it through you. like it's like cheating in quotes right they say five questions answer all then the, the examination the examiner the invigilator answers four or three out of it then the remaining two comes to sit beside you we are doing like this do it like this write it like this if you fail that exam who's wrong with what <laughs> if you fail the exam whose fault is it this is the reason he says I've held you in my hands and no one can snatch you out of my hands 
because if I helped you before you got saved, now that you're a son, why would I help you overcome that struggle, that difficulty, that self-consciousness, that wickedness, cruelty, insensitivity, low self-esteem, insecurity, lust, strife? Why would I not? Just listen to what the examiner is saying. Stop trying to create your own questions. You know, some people back in school, they won't know the answer, but they'll be answering questions they didn't ask them with the hope that they'll give them marks for effort. <laughs> that is what self-righteousness is like, which all the other religions are. God is not asking you a moral question. He's asking you a righteousness question. So good works without salvation carries no point in heaven. Good works on top of salvation will not smack. You are doing soak one, two, three, sociology. You now put the Y, the X beside it. Permutation, Faraday's law. Thermodynamic equation, enthalpy, entropy change. Talo Who asked you for talk? <laughs> what is it? Over Sile. He's approaching with me this morning. So righteousness, once you've, once you've accepted it, and God made it so simple that you don't have to be smart to be saved. My God, someone texted that to me. That's good, man. You don't have to be smart. Because if God had said, you know what? Um, for you to be saved, who shall ascend the holy hill of the Lord? Plot the graph between the foot of Zion's hills and the crest. Then draw a few diagrams using T-square at exactly at a gradient. So I said, please, I you're going to hell. He said, he that believes in the Son has life. As in, as in, do you know how easy it is for you to believe? Should I tell you? Some things that never happened, you're already afraid because you will believe that it will happen. Oh, you're not understanding. Somebody, some people, when they're in accidents, they die before the accident because of panic attack. Some of you have sent messages to people that didn't do what you thought they did because you believed they did it. Some of you in relationships, you broke it up because you thought it was cheating. Meanwhile, he was only teaching her a lesson. to close you know cheating and teaching the same number of the same just rearrange it I'm not excusing that you know that but I'm saying that to believe is you don't need a great IQ to believe do you understand as a matter of fact sometimes the lower your IQ is the better you can believe Have you received those blast messages on WhatsApp that your friend said, ah, fire is burning in, you know, Baju? That if you forward this to 27 people, a miracle will happen to you in the next three hours. Have you seen those kind of messages? Three monkeys are dancing at a logo dance, and a dog came to join them, bringing them pounded yam. 
as honorarium. Now, I'm just being ridiculous, obviously. But sometimes when you receive those messages, you're like, and this person believed it. Because watch this. When people don't engage in investigative journalism or try to prove things too many times, they believe so quickly and they act swiftly. This is the reason in the Bible. The Bible says, how many wise were called? Not many. It says, how many rich were called? Because riches can block your view of God. Natural wisdom can block your view of God. So this morning, I want to give somebody, thank you. Thank you, guys. Just as we close, wherever you are, Remain seated for now, I'll tell you when to stand. Wherever you are, if you have not received the life of Jesus, it's so simple. What should you believe? Number one, God loves me. I'm created because God is love. And everything that God does, he does from the premise of love. Number two, the love of God was evidenced in creation by creating this amazing, beautiful planet for every human being to enjoy, even sinful human beings. Jesus says, God causes his rain to pour on the good and the evil. As in God so loves man, do you get it? That he does not freeze the water in the tap when sinners want water. Eh, you don't believe in me, Abby, no problem. This water that is coming out now, there will be sand inside just for sinners alone. His goodness is inclusive. So you might be here without a relationship with God. I want to know this. God loves you. God cares for you. God has plans for you. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you hope and a future. Another one says to bring you to an expected end. Number three, you must understand that all men have seen, like I taught earlier, all men, men, women, rich, poor, tall, short, dark, light-skinned, all men have seen, come short of the glory of God. Number four, understand that because of God's love, he comes as man, the man Jesus Christ. One day I'm going to explain that, that Jesus, as we speak now, is still a man but it's still God, which is the mystery of godliness. So the Bible says the man Jesus Christ is seated in heavenly places. If a man never went to heavenly places, no human will ever be seated there. And the second service, I get to the part of his, re his reason and so am I. Ephesians 2 verse 6, he has raised us up together. If you were just natural man and you somehow sauntered into heaven without any man as a witness, they'll say, what are you doing here? Do you understand? But you are seated as a man or as a spirit in the man that he is. And one day, just like him, you'll be able to traffic, traffic, levitate, move in and out, zoom by divine technology. Everybody in this place, if you're already saved, pray for those who are not yet saved. On the, just praise the Lord, touch the hearts of all those who are not yet saved. If you're here and maybe you've been in church, maybe you've been around godly people you've been around spiritual environments maybe your father was a pastor or is a pastor your mom's a lay reader big giver to the church but you know you don't have a personal relationship i wanted to please all eyes closed at this time to give people the, the privacy of this time 
Everybody, place your hands on your chest. And let's all see this together. Even those who are already saved. Say, dear God. Can we be a little louder? Dear God. Thank you for loving me. For saving me. Thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to die for me. I acknowledge that I have sinned. I acknowledge that in my human nature I'm subject to the works of the devil. I acknowledge that I need a savior. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Say it, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And your word says, if anyone believes that Jesus is the Son of God, he is born of God. So today I receive the gift of new life, the gift of salvation, the gift of a new identity, the gift of a new beginning. Thank you that my name is written in the book of life. Thank you that I have the spirit of adoption so I can cry, Abba, Father. Thank you that I have a new beginning, a fresh start, the dawn of a new day. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for the precious hearts and souls that you have touched this morning. We thank you, Lord, because it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning for this lives, this men, this women, this boys, this girls, including those who are watching via technology and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Mixlr. And God will thank you because as they start off on this journey, they are rooted, they are planted, they are discipled, they don't fall by the wayside. They grow in the fullness of who you are. We thank you that the tomb is empty. We thank you that Jesus is risen and so are we. Be glorified, our Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Can your amen be loud, strong, assertive, convincing? Hallelujah. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.